everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Colorado Health Coach. My name is Elizabeth, and I am a certified health and life coach located here in Southern Colorado. Before I like to dive in to today's episode, I'd actually like to talk about my appreciation and insight for today. I actually had a really tough weekend when it came to my mental health. I'm going to spare you all the details because there would be a whole lot of trigger warnings, but... I did struggle with my mental health this this past weekend. Can't even speak today. Wow. I have here some kombucha. It is pomegranate kombucha. And it tastes really good, surprisingly. I remember the first flavor of kombucha I ever tried was cherry. Kind of tasted like cough medicine, to be honest. But it was the first one I ever tried. I didn't really, you know, care for it that much when I first tried to get into it. But now I really like them. I drink at least once a month. Um, but I did struggle with my mental health this past weekend and I had a really nice conversation with my roommate the other night and I've decided to go back to, I guess you could say it's counseling or therapy, whatever you want to call it. I just like having an outlet. I do brain dumping. For those of you who don't know, brain dumping is actually journaling, but you're going through everything that you went through that day, why you think you felt like that, why you think you did what you did, and just reflection back on, reflecting back on your actions, your thoughts, your emotions, feelings, all of that good stuff. And when I do that, I like to actually go back maybe like two, three days later and evaluate it from a coach's perspective because I'm no longer in that mindset. I'm no longer as emotionally invested. Yes, of course I am, of course, emotionally invested still because it has to do with me and myself, but I'm no longer in that headspace and I'm no longer going through it more likely than not. So it's just easier to disconnect and have a more unbiased opinion, you know? So I was really appreciative of, you know, her just taking the time to sit down and talk to me and her and I just open up and have a heart to heart and, I did appreciate her suggesting me go and seek help again because I have gone to a coach. I'm a coach and coaches have coaches just like therapists have therapists. Everyone needs someone to talk to. And personally, I feel like everyone should have that kind of outlet, someone who has an unbiased opinion, whether it be a psychiatrist, a therapist, a coach, some kind of outlet that you have just to kind of unload all of those thoughts and emotions that probably have been built up for a little while. And I believe that everyone should go at least like every other week, if not every week, just because our lives are so chaotic and hectic, especially right now. I feel like everyone should have one because, you know, suicide has gone up, depression has gone up. And I think it largely has to do with the fact that we're in a pandemic and everyone is isolated and, you know, just factors like that. And that's life. You know, I never thought we would be living through a pandemic like this, but here we are. It happened. So I do believe that everyone should have that safe place to go and receive just connection and understanding and someone who isn't going to judge you based off of what you say. So I am going to be seeking help similar to that. I used to be paying, I'm not going to 
say how much I was paying, but I was paying a lot of money for my own life and business coach. And while she did help me in regards to life and business and everything, I ended up not being able to afford her anymore just because of my financial situation, the pandemic and just everything going on in my life. So I do need to seek the help of someone else. And it's not a reflection on her as a coach because she is an amazing coach. I absolutely love her. She's been there for me through a lot, but I just can't afford it anymore. So I'm going to be see I'm going to be seeking help from elsewhere. I had a client ask me a while back, you know, like a few months ago. I want to say a month or two ago. She asked me what the significance of water is in our overall life. And I'm actually going I just got a notification on my phone, so I'm going to put airplane mode on just so you guys have my full attention, you know. So of course, she was consuming an adequate amount of water on the daily, but she was very intrigued as to why we should be getting a certain amount. And I tell a lot of my clients, a good rule of thumb is 64 ounces, although you should be striving for even more. But I tell my clients a good rule of thumb is 64 ounces just, just because that's what a lot of professionals recommend as a good rule of thumb, a good starting point, you should at least be consuming 64 ounces of water a day. But in reality, what we as coaches recommend is whatever, however much you weigh, cut that number in half and add ounces to the end of that. So say, for example, you know, like I weigh 135 pounds, you know, I would cut that number in half and that would end up being about like 70 ounces of water. Let's just round it up to 70 ounces of water. You know, that's how much water I need to be consuming on the daily is 70 ounces. Now, I tell my clients, if you're going from no water to sick to 64 ounces of water, that could also have extremely negative effects on your health. Because if you go from one extreme to the other, it's not good either. It has to be a gradual buildup because what ends up happening is you could potentially flood your lungs with all of that water. And that could be in a huge health risk as well. So I like to tell a lot of my clients, just start off with five ounces of water a day, you know, for three or four days. And every three or four days, up your water intake by five ounces. Every single three to four days, up it up. Increase the amount, essentially. And this not only not only helps you in regards to not flooding your lungs, but also it helps you gain this consistency with the water intake because you're not starting out just diving into the deep end. You know, you're dipping your foot, your toe in, and then you're just slowly submerging yourself deeper and deeper into the water. So that's what I generally like to tell a lot of my clients. And a lot of people ask me how I started drinking water because I remember I don't drink soda hardly at all anymore. I will occasionally have, you know, a Baja Blast from Taco Bell, of course. And I will have, you know, ocean waters from Sonic. And mainly I'll drink tea or kombucha or water, you know, something like that. But I will occasionally have the soda just because... You know, 
I don't want to restrict myself so much, but it's not so much restriction as it is a choice. You know, I honestly drank so much water for such a long time that when I finally decided like, oh yeah, I'm going to just bust open a can of, you know, Pepsi or Coke or, you know, whatever, a soda. When I opened it and I drank it, it just tasted flat. It didn't taste right. And that was because my taste buds had adapted to water and it wasn't really used to drink consuming soda anymore. And it was just such a weird experience because it it really did. It tasted flat. And I've never experienced anything like that in my whole life. Just my taste buds going berserk. So I feel like I found a healthy balance. And that's what everyone needs to find in life is a healthy, maintainable balance for long term success. You know, I started taking these supplements, these dietary supplements called chlorella clean. And it's meant as a detox for your body, just to help your body flush through everything bad that water might not be able to get to. So I've been using quite a bit of that. My experience with that has been really good so far. Again, it's called chlorella clean. And yeah, so far, I've really been enjoying it. It's reduced my stomach bloating. And I don't care who you are, if you're heavy, overweight, skinny, you know, everyone experiences bloating. You know, whether you're a woman on your period or you're just an individual who's ate too much, you know, at the endless buffet or whatever, everyone experiences bloating. And majority of our consistent bloating is due to the fact that we consume too many dairy products. Now, I'm telling I'm not telling you to stop consuming dairy altogether. You know, I certainly could never because I really like cheese. I enjoy cheese quite a bit. (laughs) But I've made certain lifestyle changes and tweaks for the long term. So now I do Earth Balance Vegan Butter and you cannot taste a difference at all. I absolutely love it. You can find it at Safeway, King Supers, Walmart, of course. You can find it anywhere. It's so accessible. And it's in the spreadable form and in the stick form. And it just, it tastes just like butter. It's not bad at all. It's really good. And I also switched out my milk from traditional dairy milk to oat milk. But the brand that I have come to like and trust is the Chobani Plain Oat Milk. Just because it has the most consistency similar to that of regular milk. So it's not super liquidy and thin, you know, which I cannot get behind. Like the skim milk, it's it's okay, the 1% milk, but it doesn't. This was just based off of me and my childhood. It is not the consistency of my kind of milk. So if you're used to the medium to thick consistency of 2% or even whole milk, I would recommend doing the Chobani oat milk in plain. If you like a little bit of sweetness, go ahead and do vanilla. I have bought vanilla just for my lattes at home, you know, my iced chai tea lattes with oat milk. I found that I really enjoy them. I, of course, am such a Dutch Bros girl. I go there every single time, but when I want something at home, that's what I do. I buy the Tazo chai tea latte uh, mix drink in the carton and everything. And then I just go and I get the vanilla Chobani uh, oat milk. And it tastes really good. And I just sprinkle cinnamon and nutmeg on top and I put ice in it and it's great. I love it. 
it has become a morning staple for me. I try to do those on the days where I can actually slow down and enjoy myself though. Those are the days that I really enjoy. But yeah, just switching out certain products for others. So in order for me to get off of soda, I switched to sparkling water, to bubbly actually. Uh, I'll have a LaCroix every now and then, you know, but mainly it's bubbly. I really like bubbly. And I really got off topic talking about dairy and everything. Oh my gosh, I apologize. Wow. <laughs> so I'm just going to read you this quote. According to WebMD, water has become the second most popular drink in America, right behind soft drinks. So whether you say pop or soda, it doesn't matter. You know, one of these three micronutrients that our body desperately needs to properly function is water. Water is one of the main three. The other micronutrients are vitamins and minerals, and that is an array of just different possibilities. They go off in so many different directions, including vitamin D, there's vitamin B6, B12, you know, there's so many different kinds, magnesium, zinc. So we could dive into that on a later podcast if you would like. You know, water is essential to replace a huge amount of water loss throughout the day. So sweating, urination, you know, our saliva, everything. And then our water makes up 70% of our bodies. So I like to, in a session with clients, I like to compare our water intake to that of a camel. So if you're not getting water regularly just flowing through your body every day, every single hour, essentially, if you're not drinking the adequate amount of water for you and your specific needs, then it's just like a camel going through the desert. They stare they store water in their humps because they have to, to make they have to make those long journeys. And that's and that, what I compare bloating to are the humps in the camels because they have to retain onto that water. They have to in order for them to survive. And that's what our body does. It goes into survival mode because if we're not getting the adequate amount of hydration, the adequate amount of water circulating throughout our bodies, our bodies are, of course, going to latch onto whatever water we decide to give it, you know, and that results in bloating because your body doesn't know when more moisture, when more water is going to be circulating through your system. So of course you're going to be bloated. Of course your body goes and shuts down into a survival mode because it has no idea when you're going to be drinking more water. And that's why I love to compare it to camels just walking through the desert because it's exactly this. It's not exactly the same, but it's the exact same concept. And I don't know when I actually put it in that perspective, it clicks like it clicks like that for so many people. And it's such a great kind of aha kind of moment. When this happens, the best thing to do is drink water, but other options include milk, juice, and coffee. But water has to be like your number one. You can't just assume that you can drink coffee and it'll be fine to replenish the body. Like, yes, it is a liquid, but it also dehydrates you simultaneously. So 
I tell all of my clients whenever they drink coffee, they should drink two cups of two eight ounce glasses of water to replace the dehydration the one cup of the one cup of coffee has on your body. So I strongly suggest water over all other options. The reason to not drink alcohol while dehydrated is alcohol interferes with the brain and kidney consumption, which is detrimental to your health. So whenever I go out to the bars, you know, not recently because of COVID, but pre-COVID, I would go out to the bars with my friends and it would be so great. And I would always be the one driving. So for every like two drinks of alcohol that I would have, whether it be a beer or a shot or whatever kind of drink it was, for every two drinks, I would have one glass of water in between like every two drinks, you know, and you have to look, you have to know your limit and everything. And especially because I was driving, I would always stop at three or four drinks, not only because drinks are so expensive, you know, uh, and it's just easier and more convenient to drink at home. But you know, if you like going out and being social, that's great. Every once in a while, I love to do that too. But because of the fact that I was the design, I was like the designated driver, I would cut myself off at a certain time because the bars used to close at two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. So I would cut myself off about an hour and a half, two hours before we left. And just drinking water actually does help sober you up. But water is just so important, not only because of coffee dehydrating you, but also because of the effects that alcohol has has on your body when you are dehydrated. Not only that, but it helps you control calories. So I tell a lot of my clients to drink water before they eat a meal, simply because sometimes our brains can't differentiate between being thirsty, you know, dehydrated, and being hungry. So that causes us to overeat. So drink an eight glass, an eight to 12 ounce glass of water about 10 minutes before you begin to eat and also drink water throughout your meal because again, you know, our bodies basically cannot tell the difference between being thirsty, dehydrated and being hungry. So just play it safe because it does aid in weight loss, but by no means is water a magical solution for weight loss, but it has a huge impact on how much weight you can lose and how fast. Another effect that water has on the body, a positive effect, is it helps energize your muscles. So not having the adequate amount of fluids and electrodes, electrolytes, electrodes, oh my gosh, can't speak today at all. Electrolytes in your system can result in muscle fatigue. And if you're partaking in any form of physical activity, the American College of Sports Medicine recommends to drink water before and during exercise. The guidelines they propose suggest 17 ounces of fluid should be consumed two hours before exercising, as well as drinking water during physical activity to compensate for fluids being lost by sweating. And I completely understand and agree with where they're coming from, simply because of Stephen Guess's statements that we mentioned earlier about fluid loss occurring continuously from skin evaporation, so sweating, breathing so you're breathing really heavily while you're exercising any form of physical activity you know urine and stool and i'm sure everyone pees and goes number two you know on the daily so don't pretend like you don't it's fine and then not only that but it also helps with kidney function the main toxin found in the body is blood urea nitrogen 
and it's a water-soluble waste that is able to pass through the kidneys and expel from the body through urination. According to Dr. Stephen Guess, your kidneys do an amazing job of cleaning your body and removing toxins as long as your intake of fluid is adequate. And I completely stand by him on this statement. Just because they say not to eat any kind of food two hours prior to going to sleep. And there's a big reason for that. So while you're sleeping, your body naturally detoxes itself and it uses water throughout that process to help push all of those nasty toxins out. The easiest way to know your water intake is sufficient is noticing the color of your urine. If you're, if the color is a light yellow or fairly clear, you're at a good amount of water intake. That is the simplest way of knowing how if you're consuming an adequate amount of water. You know? So if you're constantly dehydrated, you may be at a higher risk of kidney disease. And the reason why you know you're dehydrated or not taking in an adequate amount of water is your urine will be like a bright yellow, like neon yellow or a dark yellow or, you know, it should be a light yellow or even like clear. I would recommend leaning more towards the lighter tinge of yellow and not clear because when you urinate clear, it's basically you expelling all of the vitamins and minerals out of your body, even the ones that you need. So other than water to stay hydrated, I would recommend consuming the adequate amount of fruits and vegetables on the daily. The reasoning behind this is that they have a, wa- they have a high water content which will contribute to your hydration. Almost 20% of your fluid intake comes from food. So 80% comes from your beverages and drinks, and 20% comes from food. Other benefits from water include your joints working better, helping your body absorb shock and keep gout, a joint condition at bay. The heart works better. Mild. So even if you have mild dehydration, it can negatively affect you, affect your blood vessels. And it has the same effect as smoking a cigarette. It can also cause less blood to circulate throughout the body, potentially lowering blood pressure and raising your heart rate, which could be life-threatening. So a few months ago, there was this, I want to say, I don't want to call it a nature documentary, but it's definitely a documentary. And it follows Zac Efron. It's called Down to Earth. It's on Netflix. I would highly recommend going and checking that out. And there is a whole episode dedicated to water in Europe and how they have purification systems and they have free water and water fountains with purified water everywhere. And Zac Efron went to this very fancy L.A. restaurant with Anna Kendrick. She was a guest on the show and they basically talked about the different levels of water purification. And there's such thing apparently as a water sommelier. So a sommelier is someone who's an expert in wine traditionally, but this particular sommelier was an expert in water, which was very intriguing to me. And he brought out different sources of water from different areas of the globe. So all around the world. And there was sparkling water, there was flat water. And essentially, if you watch this episode, if you think that all water is the same and it all tastes the same, this episode will actually change your mind. Because 
I remember the first time I ever had Fiji water and it had a certain taste. It tasted different than other water. It tasted more pure and natural. I don't know how else to describe it, but it just tastes so delicious. And I do believe that water does have a taste. It's not just plain and bland. Of course, you can infuse your water and this, do this and do that and do sparkling water and, you know, everything like that. And there's even like hard sparkling waters now, like Truly and White Claw. And, you know, there's so many different options. But I would recommend doing a regular just plain water. That is the best way that it'll be absorbed into your body. It does take longer for ice cold water to be absorbed. And that's simply because it has to change and regulate the temperature to match the temperature in your body. So room temperature water is great. Hot water is great. Um, even though it does have to cool down, it takes less time to do so than basically warming up cold water, ice cold water. So I know that's something that not everyone can do. It's something that you definitely have to work up to, but nothing's impossible. I encourage you to try it. Don't knock it till you try it. And once you do try it, I am very confident that you will never go back. (laughs) Just because it just feels good. It energizes you, like I said, and it just makes you, it personally makes me feel more productive throughout my day. I do have a group program called the hydration program. It's called H2O My. And basically we go over why you should be getting this much amount of water for your body. We calculate each individual's ounces that they should be consuming in water. We talk about cooking with water, talking kindly to yourself, because that does have an impact on water and crystallization. There's a study that has been done. We dive so much more into water and the benefits that it has on your body. So this whole program is just centered around water and hydration and how you can get it. And it comes in two packages. There's a three-month package and a six-month package. If you come to the end of your three-month package and you want to continue, you can, of course, sign up for the six-month package and it'll be perfectly fine. And it will actually be offered at a discounted price versus my one-on-one programs because I'm offering this in a group setting. So all of the sessions will be done on a weekly basis on Zoom. So if that is something that you might be interested in doing the H2OMI Hydration and Wellness Program, please reach me at my email, ElizaKingCoaching at gmail.com or just visit my website, www.ElizaKingCoaching.com. And with that being said, I would like to wrap up this episode. Remember to stay hydrated this Thirsty Thursday and every single day until we meet again. Again, I am Elizabeth, the Colorado Health Coach, and I hope you all have an amazing day, week, rest of the year, and yeah, stay healthy.